If you're seeking to expand your business and maintain its resilience, FM Global is your ideal property insurance partner. Backed by more than 180 years of engineering expertise and scientific research, we offer cutting-edge solutions to safeguard your business today, ensuring your prosperity tomorrow. Star Wars 7x7, episode 533. Today, still in non-spoiler on the numbered episodes here, in talking about how Star Wars The Force Awakens is even better the second time around. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Amy Rackliff from Full of Sith, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and before we begin, I want to share a cautionary tale with you. If you are one of the folks who has not yet seen The Force Awakens and you have no plans to see it until, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, into next week, after Christmas, that sort of thing, then you need to be more vigilant than ever about spoilers. And maybe this seems like an obvious thing because, of course, now everybody's seen the movie, or not everybody, obviously, (laughs) but uh, there have been a lot of people who've seen the movie who now have the knowledge that you may be assiduously trying to avoid in spoiler land and unfortunately the trolls are starting to come out i was on facebook saying thank you for all the the kind comments on photos and videos that we had been posting during star wars marathon and one of the things that i came across somebody had tagged me on a post to check out about the acapella thing that a bunch of the cast members did on jimmy fallon and as i was looking at the comments thread and saying thanks for tagging me on something, I noticed that somebody had posted a small paragraph, three, four lines long, and it had basically every single spoiler in The Force Awakens that you can imagine. So, like, everything that The Force Awakens had been hiding was all laid out right there. And there were, (laughs) within seconds, there were a dozen replies that were like, you know, you jerk, this better not be true, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And the guy who posted it just <laughs> said, yeah, I have no friends, LOL. I mean, it was just, it was terrible. I, uh, I feel so bad for everybody who <laughs> was exposed to that. So please, please be aware that if you have not seen the movie yet, that now that more people know it, it means that also some bad apples know it. And so... <laughs> You know, uh, loose cannons are going to be out there. You've just got to be more and more wary about what you're checking out and where you're checking it out. All right. I had the pleasure of seeing The Force Awakens again on Friday evening, thanks to a friend of mine, Steve Boucher, who is the Senior Director of Marketing and Communications for Southern New Hampshire University. He invited me along with him, and we saw it at a place that was, I would say, probably one of the non-ideal places to see it. It was a place that, actually, it's kind of fun. It serves dinner, and they've got, like, long tables, and it looks like seats that came out of a Cadillac Escalator or something. So, very comfy, but also, you know, on a 2D small screen, and sound was decent. Like, hey, you know, that's all right. Uh, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, I once compared uh, some of the movies to bad pizza. It's still good to eat it. And I think it's the same way for the theaters. You know, some theaters are like bad pizza. Like, you'll still see a good movie in them regardless. So I saw The Force Awakens again. And here's the thing. All of that analysis and hope and all of that crazy stuff mixed in, that swirling morass of what will the movie be like and what will my expectations be like, and on the other side 
of having <laughs> been so deeply immersed in The Force Awakens and all the news and all the rumors and all the spoilers coming out and thinking, oh my gosh, where does all this fit in? And even for saying that I was immersed in all that, there was a line that I had drawn where I was like, you know what? Some people had had whole whole chunks of the movie written up and summarized to the point that people were pretty sure that was how it was going to go based on a bunch of leaks and rumors and spoilers. And I said, you know what? That's where I draw the line. Like, I'm happy to provide links for folks to check out <laughs> to come, you know, see stuff. But I don't want to start, I don't want to post a link to something that I haven't looked at because, you know, why would I recommend something that I haven't looked at? And yet. I was loath to look at these things that could summarize as much as two-thirds of the plot. Like, there was just no way I could commit myself to doing something like that. But the upshot of the story is that in watching it the second time around, I actually enjoyed it even more than I did the first time. And maybe it was because I got to check out of all of my you know overly analytical, overly expectationed mindset and got to just enjoy the movie for what it was, which was just a fantastic romp. It's just a, a great little joyride. And somebody asked me, recently if I was particularly concerned about the narrative or if I just wanted a fun story or anything like that. And I said, I wanted the narrative to be strong. And particularly, I'm hoping that it's strong across a three-movie arc the same way that the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy are. I mean, yeah. Before you get on me about the prequel trilogy, which you're not going to do that. I know you're not going to do that. But, you know, it still has a strong story arc, even if the execution, in my own you know feeling, or at least just for my own predilection of stuff is not the greatest but it still has a strong story arc anyway I'm hoping for that too but I think one movie in you can't necessarily see where that arc is going to go or what could be you know and what could be you know, what it could be made up of, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, you watch Star Wars and you can't necessarily see what the arc is. You watch The Phantom Menace and you don't necessarily know where it's going. I mean, you know a little bit because you know, of course, the story of Anakin. You have an idea that he's got to end up bad by the end of this thing. It's just a matter of how you get there. But anyway, I think that if you have seen it once and you have not seen it twice, that it is absolutely worth seeing a second time. And I think you will enjoy yourself as much, if not even more so, the second time around. The funny moments hold up on a second viewing. The dogfights are spectacular. Absolutely enjoyed the heck out of those. That's one of my favorite things about Star Wars movies in general, but they definitely are really well done. So yeah, even if you were disappointed by it the first time around, I honestly think that it's worth a second viewing to see if that really holds up for you. It got better for me the second time around. I have a feeling it could be the same for you as well. No, I'm not getting paid by Lucasfilm or Disney or any subsidiary thereof. I'm not a shill for them whatsoever. I just think that based on my experience, second time was even better. And I think you might find the same thing for yourself. At least I hope so. We've got time for a trivia question. I'll show them the dark side. Last time we asked you about the word the officer in the Death Star's detention center used to describe Chewbacca, and that was thing. Today's question. What question does Darth Vader ask in his first line in Star Wars? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you shut down all the garbage smashers on the detention level, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not your cursed metal body, it's Destiny Unleashed.
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.